0: with the best audio experience hello my friends welcome to our show today we discuss about getting subscribers to your newsletter and we can touch many other topics uh, including web development and i'm so excited to discuss this topic with sebastian Lober. how are you
1: um, i'm finding you thanks for having me
0: oh big pleasure love learning love getting new insights ideas before we start just tell more about your background ex- experience and something that you want to share on this podcast so
1: my background is that i am a software developer and uh, i've been uh, trying to to increase my authority in the react ecosystem uh, mostly to to be able to sell consulting uh, as a freelancer and um, maybe three years ago i started to post daily on linkedin and then created a newsletter and this was not really the plan initially, but um, uh, now the newsletter uh, is profitable with uh, sponsors. It's still uh, not um, very profitable because I still spend a lot of time on it for a relatively small in part of my income. But uh, it's, it's still, uh, it's still uh, a decent part now of uh, how I earn a living uh, daily. So. <laughs>
0: Nice, nice. Uh, I think, you know, your time will come uh, and will be profitable with consistency many other things because you share value and share you can lead uh, newsletters or any other marketing channels uh, to a new level. Uh, can you tell about your newsletter? What kind of news can you share or newsletter and your methods of getting new subscribers?
1: Uh, so the the newsletter is about uh, React JS, which is the technology from uh, Facebook. One of the uh, among the developers, it's one of the fastest growing technology of uh, of the maybe the decade because uh, now everybody uses it and it's uh, very very popular and it's still growing. So I think uh, maybe uh, the the peak is not reached yet. And my newsletter is about uh, curation. So I try to pick uh, the most interesting links. Of uh, this ecosystem every week and send a curation and some uh, insight and comments on uh, on each of these links. Um, the newsletter is targeting more senior, experienced developers than junior. So this is not about um, teaching the basics on how to learn this technology, but more like I am an I am an experienced developer in this technology already that I already know. And I need to keep up with the ecosystem because it's moving really fast, and there are a lot of news every week. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't uh, you can't follow everything if you if you don't spend maybe one day full time per week on Twitter. So the value proposition of the newsletter is that I do that for you, and then you you just have to read a summary of uh, what everything happened. And also, I try to filter everything that is. You know, there's a lot of content nowadays that is not very uh, quality. It's mostly created for SEO reasons. You want to to do some keyword analysis and you publish a lot of blog posts, but nobody likes these blog posts anymore because uh, the the subjects are are not very interesting and everybody already discussed these topics. So um, I try to to really filter to only include unique content in the newsletters that uh, readers uh, really like. what they found in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Can you tell how you uh, get all this news because you uh, said uh, many things are coming each week. Uh, It's hard to get all of them. And for example, in SEO field, I'm not trying to cover all news it's uh, literally impossible or uh, i can spend all my time just uh, taking all this news but i have different approach because many things are changing all the time uh, google is developing yeah. the system updating and uh, i think today it's better to pay attention to a human being not uh, search engines not algorithms not updates because uh, now uh, uh, all systems, platforms, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, they think how to satisfy users' intent. So if you can satisfy user intent, you can satisfy algorithms. It's simple today. Uh, tell more about uh, news in development. Uh, I know many things are coming, but how you uh, find news and how you choose priorities or important news that it's better to share on your newsletter?
1: Yeah, so I have multiple ways to find the news. Um, my main workflow is on Twitter because uh, all many developers are on Twitter already, and when something happens, it's here that uh, it happens first somehow. Um, so I have um, a Twitter list of maybe two thousand, uh, yeah, two thousand uh, developers in that list. That I created over time, and every time I find someone that looks interesting and that has a, a nice uh, somehow a high signal-to-noise ratio, I try to add him to the list. And um, then every week I, I have some Twitter filters that says, uh, um, take all the tweets of of the people from that list, only the links, only the tweets that have a li- an external link and only the tweets that have uh, five retweets. So now uh, I filter the, the, the things that I don't care much about or things that are too noisy, and I try to keep uh, the, the tweets that, I, that worked well with a minimum number of tweets and the tweets with an external link, which are generally something related to an announcement with a blog post or, or a release or something like that that is meaningful uh, for my newsletter. And um, I filter by chronological order, and then just unroll for the the seven days of the week, one after the other. So this is a really long and painful process because you know um, somehow I have to to read a, to to scroll a Twitter feed for maybe four hours per week <laughs> to find the, the mm-hmm. content. So this is this is really painful for me because uh, you you know the Despite my filters, there is still a lot of noise. You see uh, cat videos, you see memes, you see uh, uh, crypto uh, bullshit and, uh, and whatever. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> last week, for example, it was all about uh, chat GPT. Maybe you heard about this, uh, this AA that, uh, that is getting uh, really popular these uh, these few days. So I have to, to filter through all the... For all this noise that is not relevant to my newsletter, and maybe I, I pick one tweet uh, per one 100, maybe one percent of the tweets I keep them for the newsletter, and then um, I save them to Pocket or eventually I I paste them to some uh, some uh, text file uh, that I will pro- process later and uh, include in the newsletter or maybe a newsletter draft. I I put the tweet in the newsletter draft and then. Uh, Once I have collected all the tweets for the seven days, uh, I will edit the newsletter with the tweets that I found to to create something more editorial. Um, So this is my main workflow, but I have also some uh, other workflows. For example, I have have some RSS feeds for the the developers that are not on Twitter, but I found uh, them interesting. Some have a blog with an RSS feed so I can uh, follow what they publish. And also I'm subscribed to uh, basically every uh, existing newsletter in my ecosystem, and also uh, some things that are not in my ecosystem because I want to, to stay open-minded and, and try to understand what is happening um, in uh, related ecosystems, but not directly at the React.js ecosystem. And uh, so I read the other newsletters and try to to use them as a fallback in case my Twitter and RSS workflow didn't catch some important articles. And it's also a way to to discover new authors that I uh, wouldn't have uh, found uh, myself, uh, for example, and then add them back to the Twitter list. So that next next time, I will be able to, to see what they publish. Because if you are not in my list, I don't see you. So I have to find you through another way so that I can then add you to the list and see you the next time. So mm-hmm. this is basically the, the
0: way I work. Yeah, got it. It's hard work. Yeah, I, I yeah. can feel it you now <laughs> when I consume a lot of tweets. And uh, I know uh, you need to have experience to de- understand uh, what kind of well you can get, uh, what it's better to filter out because... Uh, Uh, Many things uh, are controversial, we don't know, Uh, something is valuable, something is less valuable, something is uh, nonsense, as you mentioned, (laughs) like crypto. Um, By the way, uh, for me, I I like crypto trading, it's a very risky game, I don't recommend to anyone without experience to jump (laughs) on this field, but if you have experience... Uh, By the way, I I don't have experience. I I cooperate with some (laughs) experts, you know, who can predict the future. I don't know how they can do it. For me, uh, it's a big secret, you know, but uh, when they share data, uh, of course, I can lose, I can win, but in most cases, uh, I get more money than I invest, but uh, I don't want to recommend anyone with this field, just uh, make your choice, read about uh, these experts, uh, yeah, and choose someone that you like more, yeah, but um, uh, let's get back to the Twitter, can you tell, uh, for example, how do you choose uh, awesome information, valuable information, I like your approach, because you know, I, I use uh, something the same by reading blogs, I have a website, feedly.com, where I can add all my relevant blogs there. RSS, uh, to get uh, all this news in one feed. Then I check out uh, this feed uh, and find something interesting for me. Now then I can read if I have time, of course. Uh, And I found many bloggers uh, are lazy to uh, share all this information on social media. They can submit just link on social media, that's it. But uh, if you share a story, if you uh, convert their thoughts on a suitable, interesting format, you can get a high engagement on social media. But you, you use quite different approach. You uh, consume tweets, find something interesting, and can uh, submit your newsletter. Tell about your methods to filter out and find valuable information to your uh, subscribers.
1: Uh, sorry, uh, I'm not sure. What is the question exactly?
0: <laughs> uh, the question, uh, how do you choose For example, you consume uh, tweets from 2,000 people, a lot. So uh, how do you know that uh, it's important information to your subscribers and uh, just uh, to filter Uh, out Uh, less necessary?
1: First, it's about React, which is uh, what I talk about. So this is Mm -hmm. the first filter because uh, there are a lot of things that are totally unrelated. And uh, also, um, as I... uh, added the the persons one by one to my list Uh, then uh, somehow i know that the content of these persons will be great because they wrote something interesting in the past so this is another way to filter and then i read the content so um as as i've been in this industry for maybe uh, nine years now i think uh yeah Uh, um so i've been using react for nine years today and um so i i know if uh, if an information is a is a something interesting for the audience or not uh, because if it's interesting for me it's likely to be interesting for others because uh, uh I, tr- I try to be uh, on the cutting edge of uh, this technology and um others are trying to do the same and i try to to help them uh, being uh, aware of every important uh, new things and so there are multiple kind of news for example there are some blog posts that are more generic like uh, how to do something uh, with this technology Uh, i try to read the content and only include it if it's um, if it's a meaningful blog post on a topic that has never been uh, presented before or if it's a topic that has been presented before i try to include only the blog posts that have an outstanding presentation. For example, some people create uh, interactive articles, so you can play with the article, and and uh, you know it's like an application inside the blog post. So this kind of article, I try to to include them because uh, the author did a, a, a better effort to to do something great and something that people will like to read. And in general, I, I prefer also to include the uh, people that create their own blog instead of using platforms like Medium, because, um, you know, uh, in the dev industry, uh, on the platforms like Medium and things like that, the, the content is lower quality. Uh, I think the, the fact that it's so easy to, to get started and create some uh, some articles also um, prevent uh, people from, uh, from uh, creating more qualitative content. And... Uh, I try to to focus I prefer to to include a, a custom blog that some some developer was passionate about building um, and trying to create a a great uh, reading experience so um, I think it's a it's a good way to to reward the the effort of the blogger to to create his own uh, platform to to distribute content. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for example, Medium. I, I don't really like the platform because you know now you have to you have a paywall and things like that. So this is really uh, annoying. And even the the web format uh, code blocks for developers, for example, it's not very uh, user friendly. So this is not the platform I, I like to include content from. And um, otherwise, uh, the other kind of news that I include are, for example. Uh, uh, you know there are some research in in the field, and uh, I try to to show what's the progress on this research, so that uh, people know what is happening, what who is working on on what exactly. Even if it's not ready, you you can expect it to maybe come in the few, in the next uh, month. Mm-hmm. And there are also releases, for example, if there is a technical project that has a a new major version or something like that, I try to include that in the in the newsletter.
0: <laughs> yeah i got it um i'm curious about one interesting question that uh, many marketers have you know um uh, for example uh marketers cooperate with salespeople, uh, designers copywriters uh, project managers and web developers can you tell mm. about uh how to uh increase or improve cooperation between marketers and web developers because uh, marketers need uh, high quality uh, content Uh, and sometimes it's hard to create without web developers so uh, can you share from your experience how to uh, tell uh, or explain, or anything related to that, uh, to web developers that we need to create it and how to improve cooperation and to understand each other and uh, like, uh, I mean like to work as a cohesive team, from your experience.
1: Um, I, I don't know really, but I think uh, the, the, uh, these days there are a lot of uh, companies, tech companies that have uh, dev rails, Somehow it's, I think it's developer relationship or something, uh, the meaning. And it's, um, it's a job where you are in the middle of, uh, of developer and marketer. So somehow you create uh, demos and uh, webinars and videos and uh, social media posts and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, I think this is how companies solve this problem, but I, I don't really have the experience on this because uh, I'm not trying really... To sell a, a SaaS product or something like that i'm just trying mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to sell something that is free and if you subscribe normally you you will get value so this is not the same uh, problem as selling a SaaS that is expensive every month that you have to to convince your boss to to buy it and something like that so mm-hmm. um, yeah i can't really it. tell how, how to improve the collaboration but i think uh, having dev developers that are good at marketing is a good uh, is a good way to to improve uh, things. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Um, Seb, I have the question about: uh, uh, Can you tell how to find uh, good web developers? Because you know, I found it's hard. It's hard to find uh, web developers who can uh, lead your project. In the right direction yeah. uh, to get high results, because uh, I, I don't want to criticize the industry, because we have many mediocre marketers, SEOs. Uh, 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 I think um, on all occupation we have some people who have no enough experience to go ahead. But uh, can you tell how to find that web developers are good enough? your project because you know uh, sometimes it's terrible when you uh, waste uh, six months without results uh, and but getting this promising from your experience if you can uh, tell how to choose uh, before cooperation it will be great you know, for my audience uh,
1: honestly I think uh, everyone ev- and even developers wonder how to, to evaluate someone it's a, it's a big question in the industry and there's no uh, silver bullet, and I, I, I honestly I, I don't know what to answer because uh, this is okay. a very complicated topic, and every company has a different way to interview candidates. I think the okay. the only way to to interview candidates is, is maybe to somehow to to give an assignment that that looks like the the job that the, the candidate will do on on the real job because you know there's a lot of uh, Whiteboard interviews where you, you stress the candidate, uh, trying to ask him to to create a complex algorithm that that he will never have to to create on his daily job. So this is uh, this is for me a mistake, and for a lot of people too. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, I don't know. I think uh, you you have somehow to to test him uh, not based on how much he knows uh, by heart. Somehow. Some uh, some systems that he may not have a lot of experience on. but travel to to see if he's flexible. He he can learn, learn fast and and also uh, you you maybe try to take the developer on a trial and see after two weeks if uh, he is able to do the job and and then uh, you can hire him based on uh, on uh, your first uh, intuition based on the first weeks of uh, of working for you. I think. It's better mm-hmm. than, uh, than the interview. Yeah,
0: uh, let me quote something from your LinkedIn profile. You can help with uh, audit advising, help for technical decisions. Let's talk about that. Uh, you know, for example, when I check out websites, I often see a lot of technical errors on Google Search Console, on many other. Uh, validator tools. Uh, and uh, I found uh, that many uh, successful websites in the top 10 results on Google or uh, websites that get uh, good traffic, uh, they have these technical errors as well. So uh, it's hard to fix anything to get like 100% without any technical errors. Um, and but you can help with audit. Can you tell uh, how to choose? priorities, how to choose critical errors that it's a must uh, uh, have, you know, to to fix and uh, or uh, I don't know, or skip the rest because uh, uh, for example, uh, if I get a 100 mistakes, uh, I tell my developers please fix uh, all of them. I I need green line, I want to get the best uh, technical optimization ever, better than Amazon has, but you know, in reality it's hard it's hard uh, but uh, it's important to choose priorities and i remember once i asked one of my clients uh, i shared my audit with technical errors and ask him please fix uh, after I don't remember exactly. After two weeks, he replied to me. He fixed uh, uh, alt text uh, on uh, pages about us, uh, about uh, contact page. But you know, we are not going to uh, rent these pages. We don't need them in the top 10 results. So it's not critical. And uh, uh, I think um, today, when CEOs or uh, I don't know, uh, any professionals, when they provide a list of errors, they usually uh, get like uh, around 40% are fixed Most of them uh, People can't do it uh, But uh, that's okay You know, I think you can't fix anything But you can choose priorities You can choose critical errors And fix them uh, instead of fixing anything Can you tell uh, about your methods How do you provide audit And what is the main difference Between uh, let's imagine Other audits that we have today
1: um I, i'm not a developer focusing on seo so it's a bit hard mm-hmm. to, to answer yeah, for me good. but uh, <laughs> i have no idea sure. what kind of errors you you, you talk about uh, i i mean i know Side how speed, to uh,
0: t- bug testing technical errors
1: uh, yeah, more technical related er, there are technical errors that are related to SEO, and there are technical errors that are just bug uh, that prevents mm-hmm. the user yeah. from buying a product and those things are two very different things uh, I mean, I know how to handle technical SEO, uh, but uh, I have no idea, for example, what kind of errors. Uh, you know, the marketers often use tools like uh, WordPress and Wix and and things like that. And I have absolutely no idea how these uh, seed builders produce SEO errors. Um, from my side, I'm only working on, on tailor-made uh, sites that I create myself not using any platform. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, is, this is a world different uh, thing that uh, what marketers are used to by uh, using a platform where they can click on a few buttons and create a website. This is a mm-hmm. totally different job. But, but I know about technical SEO. Um, and for example, uh, I, I care about things. Actually, um, outside my newsletter, I'm working for Facebook on a, on a tool called uh, DocuSaurus which is a static site generator to create documentation websites. And it's been used by Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Microsoft, uh, Shopify, and many other platforms like that uh, to create their internal and external documentation. So um, I I know technical SEO because for their technical documentation that uh, are based on the tool I work on, it's important to have good SEO so I care about things like uh, the, um, the metadata of the page and uh, also other things, for example, related to the accessibility, the speed of the page, also which is important for, for having a good uh, ranking. And uh, there are a lot of uh, other technical headers that I know about, for example, uh, how to handle internationalization of, uh, of your documentation website. There are some uh, headers like uh, mm-hmm. HREF-Long and things like that that you can set up. Um, honestly, honestly, I don't know what is relevant for your question. I can go into some details, but uh, maybe it's mm-hmm. not the same thing that I have to care about than uh, what uh, your audience is uh, caring about. So, I'm not sure it's uh, it's relevant mm-hmm. to, to enter into many details.
0: Okay, got it. Uh... Can you tell about your methods of training, coaching, uh, and code review? Uh, Yeah, I I see on your LinkedIn profile, you share about that. So, uh, can you tell how to train uh, web developers uh, or review codes uh, on websites?
1: Um, uh, my LinkedIn profile is not really up to date for the last two years. Uh, I oh. I don't really <laughs> do this uh, this um, this consulting activity anymore because I'm working for Facebook on this uh, documentation tool. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, code review—it's a developer thing. You have a, we have a platform called uh, GitHub where we send pull requests, which is uh, somehow. Uh, um, a request to merge a code change to a code base and uh, we can see the difference what uh, the, the developer wants to change and then we can comment on the on the request and uh, say uh, this code is not correct and uh, Eventually, the developer will, will change things. And uh, once we think uh, the changes are good, uh, we press a button, and then it's uh, added to the, the main code base. So this is how uh, most developers work today. We have uh, this kind of workflow, workflow where we can see the diff but, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, of a code change, and we, we comment on them and uh, approve or reject it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh okay i have the final question uh can you tell uh common mistakes that react developers still do and uh your way uh, i mean like how to find a much better way uh without doing these mistakes
1: <laughs> and the common mi- mistakes that React developers do uh, f- um I think they don't use the use effect hook very mm-hmm. well. Uh, this is a quite misunderstood hook and uh, the source of uh, a lot of confusion. So um, this is a bit complicated to uh, to explain. I think to to someone that is not technical. So <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if you if you don't know the, the hook, but I think it's the main uh, the main uh, source of trouble for React developers today. So this, uh, yeah, I I don't know how to explain this, but,
0: uh, (laughs) okay, so don't worry about that, thank you uh, for your time, for uh, sharing all your valuable insights, tell our audience how they can reach out, to you learn more about you, subscribe to your newsletter, (laughs) thank you, Uh, I mean, uh, the best way uh, to follow you on Twitter, yes, am I correct?
1: um yeah or the music news- newsletter of this week in rag.com uh, you can uh, read me weekly if you want
0: <laughs> okay guys you can find the link uh, to newsletter in the description below listen to us on Apple Google Spotify thanks again for your time a big pleasure uh, I, I understand that you have quite different approach but it's still valuable for people who uh, pay attention to development and react okay guys love you see you